Welcome to Lost in Translation. I'm your host, Mr. VHS KP. We're going to be recapping the games from last night in both the WNBA and the NBA. Marquee matchup yesterday was the Heat versus the Pacers, with the Pacers losing 114-92 to the Miami Heat. Dallas 122-114, to victorious over the Utah Jazz. Toronto defeats the Milwaukee Bucks, minus Lowry, Van Vleek, Bucks not playing with Giannis. That final score was 114-106. Bouchard going crazy, bench playing productive. Was a character win for that bench, despite the fact that, well, everything's locked up. Nobody's really playing for anything in the Eastern Conference, especially the top two seeds. Bouchard dropped 25 points, 11 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, and 2 blocks. Bledsoe led the way with 11 points, 7 rebounds, 8 assists, and a block. Siakam played 28 minutes, 14 points, 7 rebounds, 2 assists. Norm Powell had 21, 8 rebounds, 1 assist, and 2 steals. And Davis fouled out of the game, but in 16 minutes, 10 points, 3 rebounds, and Matt Thomas, 37 minutes, put up 22 points, 4 rebounds, 1 assist, 9 for 17 from the floor, and 4 for 8 from behind the line, Norm Powell also was 4 for 5 from behind the arc as well too. So, Raptors won that game. Like I said, really nothing meaningful except for the bench getting its reps up and legs under them and hopefully confidence going forward. The OKC Thunder lose to the red-hot Phoenix Suns, 128-101. The Suns are inching closer to that ninth seed. And once again, Booker, 35 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists, and 2 blocks during that game. Really only played 29 minutes. Game was out of reach early and often. And OKC with Shea Alexander not playing. And key guys resting up for their playoff push. The Lakers defeat the Denver Nuggets. 124-121 with a set play off of a miss. LeBron throws it in from the right side. Davis flashes to the low post. Kuz sets a phantom screen for LeBron as he cuts through. Drops down towards the baseline. Davis hits him wide open three over Bull Bull. And that's 124-121 for the Lakers over the Nuggets, who was really resting their starters. Um, Lakers seem to be not able to produce offensively in this game. There was some staggered events where it did transpire. Lakers looked sluggish at times. Anthony Davis, LeBron James. Here's my recommendation 
forget the regular season awards. Forget everything else. The only MVP that matters and should matter to LeBron James is the final MVP. Every second half, as soon as the playoffs start, it's put up or shut up for the Lakers. And for every other team in this bubble. But the struggle continues with the Lakers to produce offensively, consistently from their players throughout this course. Davis and LeBron finally had a productive offensive night. 29 for LeBron, 27 for Davis. LeBron with 12 assists, Davis 6 rebounds, 5 assists, 3 steals, 2 blocks. Defensive player of the year. LeBron, 1 rebound, 2 block shots. And really a better productive shooting for Davis. 9 for 15 from the floor, 9 for 12 from the line. LeBron, 6 for 10 from the free throw line, 5 for 11 from behind the arc, and 9 for 21 from the floor. Kuzma, 25, 6 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals, and looked good in that starting lineup. 11 for 16 from the floor, that big 3 down the end of the game to close things off. 124-121, he was 3 for 5 from behind the arc. Which leads me to tonight's matchups and the intriguing dynamic that could take place. You have Houston versus the San Antonio Spurs at two. The Suns against the 76ers minus Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. Will this be a time for the 76ers to look at what's next for their organization now that these two may not be healthy in the future and or the best opportunity to get what you need from players with potential that they haven't yet maximized together might be a stock worth selling right now trust the process or or dismiss it your choice that game takes place at 4 30 against those red hot suns we're looking to push for that ninth seed. You have the Celtics versus the Grizzlies at five. The Mavs face off against the Portland Trailblazers. And you have two other games, Pelicans and Kings and the Bucks and the Wizards. Neither one of those games really do matter for positioning wise or playoff potential. So the Suns win if predicament here, they win. Spurs lose, Grizzlies lose. That ninth spot goes pretty, pretty, pretty intriguing. And if the Trailblazers beat the Mavericks, pushing them to eighth. And what happens if there's a tie for ninth? Does that eighth seed automatically get to go into the playoffs due to the fact that technically you cannot have a play-in game if one team has solidified themselves in eighth? And two teams are tied for ninth. Would those two play a one game play-in? And then another best out of three with winning two for the ninth seed and only winning one for the eighth. A lot of questions. I know. Spitballing over here. So that's a predicament. But I'm going to break down the Heat and the Pacers. 
talk about the WNBA as well, too, on the other half of this. Once again, loss in translation, we're going to talk Heat Pacers and the three-piece that was up in the WNBA. Let's go. We're about to dive into the Miami Heat versus the Pacers in their victory, 114-92. Malcolm Brogdon had 12 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists. Butler was a stat stuffer, throwing 19 points, 11 rebounds, 5 assists, 4 steals, and 1 block. No team really shot from the 3-point line very well with the Pacers going 10 for 35 at 29% compared to 13 for 40, a 32% from Miami Heat, who relatively shoot a good percentage from three with Robinson and Hero, just green light shooters. Uh, Heat were plus 14 on the glass, 59 compared to the 45. And a real interesting matchup between Butler and Malcolm Brogdon, which I thought was a good little defensive strategy put in by uh, Nate McMillan there kind of altered his offensive gameplay Brogdon was locking down and playing defense and speaking of defense TJ Warren in 29 minutes had 12 points 5 rebounds 5 for 14 from the floor didn't hit the stripe at all and 2 for 6 from behind the arc compare that to LA where he had 39, five rebounds, one assist. He went 15 for 22. Phoenix, 16 points, 11 boards, one assist, seven for 20. Orlando, he had 32 points, two rebounds, three assists, shot 13 for 17 from the floor. And we all know what he did with the 52 spot during that August 1st game right out of the bubble so biggest lead for the heat in this game was 23 what the thing thing about the heat was they were double teaming warren at every aspect of the game making him feel uncomfortable never let him get a chance again to get comfortable and that really set the course of the play for those heat and the defeat of the Indiana Pacers, who are just looking to get into that playoff positioning. And they're going to be a tough out with all those guys and the ability to score from the interior and the interior, despite the fact they couldn't get to the paint at all uh, against the Miami Heat. Their defense, when they're locked in, is very terrifying for whoever is going to go up against those guys in the playoffs. But the WNBA and the three-piece that took place yesterday saw the Phoenix Mercury defeat the Dallas Wings 91-79, pushing them to 5-3. and three. 
and fourth in the West, and Dallas dropping to three and five and pushing them to six. Mercury contributors, Brittany, 22, 13 rebounds, five assists, three blocks. Skylar Diggins Smith, 26 points, five rebounds, seven assists, seven for 13 from the floor, 10 for 10 from the line, and two for six behind the three point line. Really took it in the second half and kind of uh, took it to our old team from Tulsa. Brianna Turner, also 13, 11 rebounds, 4 assists, 6 of 9 from the floor for those Mercury as well, too. Mercury played a complete game, 4 quarters, locked in, did what needed to be done, and really was by committee against Dallas The Chicago Sky and the Seattle Storm, that game was fantastic. If you were on the Storm's bench, 33 to 18 in the first quarter, Brianna Stewart. All I got to say, that first quarter really set the tone with Canada picking up the two quick fouls. Had to go to the sideline. Brianna Stewart, 10 for 17 from the floor, 3 for 4 from the line, 2 for 5 from 3, finished with 25 points, 5 rebounds, 7 assists, 4 steals, 1 block. Took that point guard position when Canada went down and really, really ran their offense. Sammy Whitcomb came off that bench and she was an instant spark. 25 minutes played, 17 points, 3 rebounds, 6 assists, 6 for 9 from the floor, 2 for 2 from the foul line, 3 for 3 from 3 with 4 steals added to that. Clark also with 12 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, 5 for 8 from the floor, 2 for 2 from behind the arc. Lloyd also dropped 10 points and is with 13 as well too. It just seems as if Vandersloot said it best. I'm paraphrasing here, uh, talking about Stewart and just saying, stop watching. And if we don't, we'll be down 30. And they weren't down 30, but they were down a lot often and early with the way she just is so smooth at what she does for the position she plays to be able to run the floor and pass and just run a break and see what she does. This is without Sue Bird running the show over there. Um, Vandersloot finished with four points, two rebounds, nine assists. Allie, 13 points, four rebounds, and two assists. Stevens with 10 points, four rebounds, two assists, one steal, and three block in the loss. For the Chicago Sky in that game. Seattle's defense did not miss a beat when Canada went out. She headed to the locker room in the second quarter after she's taking a shot to the face. Still, Seattle was able to lock down 
on both ends of the floor. Like I said, without Bird, it's going to be scary to see what actually they look like. If Stewart is doing that and you have Bird who can just set up, run the point, get her shots off and vice versa, uh, it's going to be pretty scary when she comes back on that court. Tonight's game, you have the Las Vegas Aces versus the Fever. Vegas is 5-2, and two, second in the West. And the Fever are 3-4, and four, third in the East. McCown and Mitchell Z times two. We'll see if they can rebound and push themselves to 400 with Vegas trying to make a, a run for that second spot in the West after that two-point victory over the New York Liberty. The Washington Mystics and the Lynx hope to rebound from losses. The Mystics lost to the Fever and Minnesota to the Sparks. Minnesota sitting at 5-2, and two, and they are third in the West. And the Mystics are 3-4 and four and second in the East. Minnesota hoping and willing to stay with the Seattle Storm in that push for first in that Western Conference. And also keeping track with the Vegas Aces as they go against the Fever at 5-2 and two as well too. And at 10 p.m. you have the Liberty who are 6th in the East versus the Sparks who are 4-3. and three. They sit 5th in the West. Liberty looking for their second win. Sparks with the win can be tied for fourth with the Mercury pushing that Western Conference to the five spot. A very interesting race going forward. So those are the matchups in the WNBA. The Heat defeat the Pacers. The Chicago Sky lose to the Seattle Storm 89-71 behind an overall great performance by Brianna Stewart. And thank you for taking the time to listen. Lost in translation. Mr. VHS, KP, everyone stay safe, stay woke, go vote. Make a change. I'm gone.